Pittsburgh Steeler fans, it is time once again for another episode of You Know It. It is the Steelers Sunday Night Q&A. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. You can call me bad. I'm working solo tonight. My good friend Kyle Kreiss and uh, Coach T, Minnie T, they are on assignment. So you have me to answer all your questions. So whatever you have on your mind, that's what we are doing here tonight. That is what we're doing with the Q&A. And hey, man, the Steelers are putting pl plans in place right now. You know they're doing it with a rookie minicamp approaching. Things are starting to fall in line. And it almost seems like they know what they're doing. And the other day when Andy Weidel, assistant GM, took to the podium, I guess you could call it, and took to the microphone and said, we are the Pittsburgh Steelers. You know that they have something going on. They are ready to roll. They have their plan. No matter what it is, they've got it. They're not going to tell us everything. And, you know, that's a good thing that we don't know everything. But the purpose of the Q&A is to try to guess, try to see what is up. And speaking of what's up, First person in tonight, Drake Johnson. Thanks, Drake, coming in. My good friend from Bartlett, Tennessee, Reginald Rivers, is on board. Kerry is on board. I've got my Bengal hater, Brian Brown. He's my buddy. He's coming in. Kathy Ford. Long, I, I would say Kathy's one of our longtime. One of our longtime listeners. Not first time, but long time. And Afton Ford in as well. My buddy, Jared Devil. My gosh. Joseph Brown coming in. And Joseph Brown has our first question. This is great because I have not had a chance to do much besides the preview on YouTube. And that has a lot to do with, well, Fans First Sports Network. So make sure whatever your Pittsburgh Steeler needs are, you continue here with Steel Curtain Network. But also, we've got so many cool things. If you want some NFL shows, we've got that feed. If you're a fan of the Baltimore Orioles, or maybe you're a fan of the Pittsburgh Penguins, or what about the Toronto Blue Jays? Well, whoever, we might have it. We have over 90 affiliates and counting on Fans First Sports Network. Definitely get ready and check that out. So Joseph Brown has the first question. Do you believe Herbig will have a higher ceiling than Highsmith? That's the thing about that. It's really funny when you have edge rushers that do really well, but it depends where they're from. Now, this guy was a big 10 edge rusher. The thing with Mr. Highsmith was the fact that he had really good numbers. I think he had 14 and a half sacks his final year, but you just didn't know with him coming from, you know, North Carolina, what was that? Uh, gosh, coast, not coastal Carolina. My gosh, I, I know it. And I know they just changed it. Um, but anyways, coming from UNCC, North Carolina, Charlotte. That's right. So coming from Charlotte, you know, what kind of competition is he playing up against? Then you have Dabo Sweeney, the day after the draft, coach from Clemson saying, uh, this guy was one of the best on the field when we played him. So that's one of the things you got to get excited about for Herbig can get after the quarterback. They consider him a little bit undersized. They're going to start him out as an edge rusher. I don't think he has a higher ceiling at this point. 
I think what he does have is a high motor. He has a lot of intensity. I think that's going to come out and it's going to be a great thing for young Nick Herberg and Herbig. And I've got to make sure that I pronounce that right. But the thing about it is you just don't know what he can do. He doesn't have to do anything yet. He could red shirt, but still play. When I say red shirt and still play, if heaven's willing that there's no injuries, then you're bringing him in slowly, but he's still going to get a lot. And I mean a lot of playing time, being that the third guy in. So I don't think it's a higher ceiling. I think he's going to be good. But if I'm honest with you, I'm going to say that he's a wild card too, being a fourth rounder. One thing that I was really encouraged of was when that was announced on the NFL Network, guys were shocked that he was not picked in the third round. So that's great. You know, there's a lot to be excited about. You just know right away, if he's anything like his brother, that he's got that intensity. They're already calling him Nasty Nate Herbig and Nasty Nick Herbig now. So like Jeff Hartman likes to call him the Nasty Boys. Swoozy Q, when is the camp? So the rookie mini camp does not start this week, but it starts next week. And it's really interesting about the rookie mini camp because this is something that I think this started up in about 2019 when you can start inviting players. And that was very famous for the Steelers because they got a starting quarterback at the end of that 2019 season out of Devlin Duck Hodges. He came highly recommended because he was the equivalent to the Heisman winner in what is it? The, uh, the, not the bowl championship series, but I, I know there's the, the BCS and there's the FBC. Uh, I have it all confused. It's like boxing at WBC, WB. I, I kind of messed that up. So feel free to correct me on that. But camp is not this week, but next week. Now you can invite players. There's one sought after quarterback that was the number one quarterback about, I think it was 2018 coming into everything, coming into college out of high school and it just didn't quite work for this guy. And now he is going to the New York giants first, and then he'll come to the Pittsburgh Steelers. We'll see exactly what happens with that. These mini camp invitees are great. Also Hakeem Butler. It's a guy that we were all really excited about back in 2019. And that draft thought that he can, I mean, six, four receiver had the speed. It just didn't translate. He had some injuries. He ended up going with the first pick in the fourth round to the Arizona Cardinals on day three, but he didn't stick. Now he's in the XFL. We've had some success with some XFL guys, touched on Tommy Maddox, maybe. But A.J. McCarron, here's the interesting thing about A.J. We all know A.J. from his Bengals days, but he came back. He had an opportunity to be in the NFL, but he decided to go to the XFL so his boys could watch him play. And what happened there? Well, he won their version of the MVP. In Tommy Maddox, the Steelers got their version of the MVP in the very first year of the XFL back in 2001. So he's been throwing to Hakeem Butler, and Hakeem Butler's been lighting it up. I'd love to see him come to the Pittsburgh Steelers, get an invite, invitation to camp. We're going to find that out 
not this week, but next week. James Pillow, just a comment. Can't remember when I've been this excited about a draft. Hurry up and get to the season. Yeah, but really, I think the plan is in place. Joseph Brown asks, looking at the roster, do you think Loudermilk and Benton can easily be the starters when Cam is gone? I'm wondering about Loudermilk because it's been a minute now. He's going into season three. They're bringing other guys in. I don't know. I think Benton is the guy that they're looking at to fill the middle, but they'd love Loudermilk to do that. But Benton is versatile and he could go all along that line. So I don't know for sure, but I think one of them, yeah, and I think it's Benton. Loudermilk is kind of a wild card to me because I think he's starting to get into put up or shut up range. And that's what I think. James Pillow asks, what will Connor Hayward's role be? It's really interesting. There's, there's a new tight end in town. There's, there's a couple things that can happen here. But I can't, I think it was Matt Canada that said it after they drafted Darnell Washington, or maybe it was right before. I can't remember, but this happened last week. He said that Connor Hayward is a fullback H-back guy, which means you haven't seen Derek Watt come back. And yes, they have they have uh, Monty Potterdom, or I, I, I got to remember that name. Uh, he has a mullet, so everybody loves him, but don't don't get stuck in that mullet. I had an awesome mullet. I wasn't good at football. There's other guys. Uh, my gosh, Holcomb has a great mullet. So if you're hunting for mullets, just don't throw it all on this undrafted free agent. You've got a really good one in Cole Holcomb too. So with that being said, we're just going to go ahead and say Connor Hayward's role is wherever it's going to work because of his versatility. I think he's going to be more like an H-back. If you remember remember the uh, Tennessee Oilers in the early days of the Titans, there was a guy named Frank Whitecheck. He was a tight end, but he filled that H-back role. That H-back role is something that they could do well. And I don't know if I mentioned it. I meant in my head, I meant to mention it. Derek Watt's not signed and he's not signed for a reason. So I would probably say that Connor Hayward is going to be wherever he fits, but he has a role on this team, whether it's the second or third tight end or whether it's in an H back role. I will tell you this, the guy you got to worry about is Zach Gentry. I know they just re-signed him, but Zach Gentry, if things don't go right, can be the guy that doesn't keep his job. You know Pat Fryermuse in good shape. You know that you have a guy in Darnell Washington that everybody's excited about, but we've got to curb that enthusiasm just a little bit. And the reason why we got to curb that enthusiasm is because, well, you don't know what you got until you jump off the paper and get into the football field. So with that, you're going you're gonna to find out. Those guys are all going to have roles on this team. There's a possibility that all four of those guys, because of the versatility of Connor Hayward in an H-back role, and my gosh, if you've got Connor Hayward, Pat Fryermuth, and James Washington on the field all at the same time, because it's like maybe a third down situation, that's going to be really good. So 
I'm really excited about Darnell Washington. I hope I called him Darnell Washington. If I called him James Washington, uh, I didn't mean to. I don't know what just happened in my head there. Afton asks, are you excited about any of the undrafted free agents or camp invitees? Yeah, I am. Jordan Bird from San Diego State. Look out for this guy. He's a speedster. He is listed as a wide receiver. He could be a running back. He's definitely a kick returner. So he could be one of those guys that is a camp darling. You see him like, like Steven Sims was last year. Like Ray Ray McLeod was a couple years ago. Yeah, I'm excited about that guy. I'm excited about Tanner Morgan too. Tanner Morgan, I'm a Penn State fan. I watched him tear up Penn State. Luckily, it wasn't Joey Porter's side, but tore up Penn State last year, over 300 yards, and that was a big upset when the Gophers beat up on the Penn State Nittany Lions. I'll tell you this, I think Tanner Morgan is in a great position right now to be to right away. He's probably your third-string quarterback at this particular juncture. The thing that you don't know is you're going to have to have another guy. They're going to bring another guy in. Their hope is going to be to bring in, and I'm losing his name here. He is definitely one of those guys I talked about earlier. I believe, did he play at Northwestern at one point and then Clemson? I'll have to look his name up, but he is a an invitee of the Pittsburgh Steelers and the New York Giants as well. So that's something that I will go ahead, and if if you could see him, if you know who it is, go ahead, let us know, let me know, because I should have all that information in front of me. I had it, but with all these undraft names, I get confused from time to time. Monty Potter, yeah, I, I like the idea of that guy as well, and but you know he might, as a fullback, if you're rooting more for Connor Hayward, you're going to go ahead you're going to take him instead. You're going to take Connor before you take anybody else. So I would probably say, like I said before, we're all excited about that guy and his mullet, but there's there's other guys too. BT Potter's a guy that's not going to get a job, but he is going to go ahead and have an opportunity to come in as a Clemson place kicker He's going to be able to come in, and what's he going to do? Well, he's going to have a chance to be another camp kicker, and he's going to have it in a chance to audition. He'll definitely audition for the job and for other teams. What happens if our guy gets hurt? And our guy that I'm talking about is number nine, Chris Boswell. If he does get hurt, then you will call this guy up if he's not with another team and you say, okay, BT, I don't know what BT stands for, but he could say, Hey, BT, come on in. We will go ahead and give you a shot to come in and try out for this team. So that's something that we can all go ahead and take a look at. It's BT Potter. He's another guy. So I'm excited about that. I already told you how excited I am, man. I love the idea of Hakeem Butler. That's fantastic to me. The other guy that I could not remember his name, it's Hunter Johnson. This guy was Mr. Everything, and it didn't work for him in college. But there's an opportunity for redemption, and we saw a little bit happen with one Devlin Duck Hodges. So Hunter Johnson, if he gets out of 
if they let him out of New York without signing and he might come and do a tryout in Pittsburgh. But you know, the thing is, that's a hard thing. If they tell you, you sign or we're not going to go ahead and give you a contract, that's kind of dirty pool, but I get it. That's business. So if that happens, well, he might have to take the job. And I, if I'm a young kid like that, looking for a chance and the giants say, Hey, take it or leave it. And you don't know if you're going to get that job with the Steelers. You, you take, you take the one that you got. I actually did that in a couple years ago. I accidentally signed up with a contract pharmaceutical company that I was told by the bosses to sign up for the one here. I signed up for the wrong one because they had it labeled wrong. You know what happened? I ended up taking the one that was being offered to me right away. And I turned down the other interview. Yeah. You got to do that. You got to take care of yourself here. So that would not be snubbing the Steelers of Hunter Johnson never even gets to Pittsburgh. Brian Brown, do you think the Steelers defense will be good enough to make up for Matt Canada this year? I don't mind winning 10 to seven. I, you know what? This is, this is it. This is feast or famine. This is poop or get off the pot for Matt Canada. And I don't think the Steelers, I think the Steelers defense will be good enough. I don't think Matt Canada is going to need it. I think he's getting all his players. I think they're building it around his system. They're going to be very run heavy. I think the line's improving. Remember, maybe they won in, in spite of Matt Canada, but the play calling was a lot better. Even though when things went wrong, we were complaining about him. I was, I was leading the charge. I had the uh, pitchfork out, pitchfork and torches. I was ready to, to uh, get the mob going. But, you know, Seven out of nine in those last nine games, they won football games. Yes, they had a little bit of luck, but we're going to find out who Matt Canada is. And here's the best thing about it. If Matt Canada keeps his job after this season, then Matt Canada kept his job because he was successful. If he's marginal, they're done. So you might be stuck with Matt Canada, but maybe the tide turns and you're happy with Matt, with being stuck with Matt Canada. We are going to go ahead and take a break right here on the Steel Curtain Network. We will be back right after this. So stick around on Steel Curtain Network. Welcome back to the Steel Curtain Network. This is the Q&A. Kyle Kreiss and Mini Coach T, they are on assignment they are not here this evening but you got me the b a d and i am glad to be here so really excited i am way behind i'm way behind on questions so i'm going to keep this rolling sherry richards you know sherry has been a great a great one for us as well one that uh you recognize these names after a while and sherry a great supporter of all of the steel curtain network shows before that, behind the steel curtain. Hey, bad, how you doing? I'm doing great. I'm so glad to be back with you guys. You know, I could have, usually we go ahead and get somebody else to be on here too. I'm like, I, I want to take it alone. I want to go ahead and, you know, hang out with my friends here that I haven't been around for. I feel like doing a lot of the behind the scenes stuff that I've been doing lately, that I'm one less show, not being on the hangover as well. And I miss that too. I miss, man, I miss hanging out with Shannon. 
and Tony. Those those guys were my boys. And but I tell you what, Daniel J is doing a spectacular job. Fantastic. Kerry, what role will Calvin Austin the third on the team have? Special teams and wide receiver. Hey, look, look at your lineup. You need five receivers. You know you've got Deontay Johnson. You know you have George Pickens. Now you have Allen Robinson. Calvin Austin the third is probably your number four, but there's competition. There's other guys in there too. You, Anthony Miller's one of them. You know, they'll bring in Hakeem Butler. I think he makes the team. I think he is. I had a chance to interview him last year. Man, he is one of these guys that he is not bragging on himself, but he's betting on himself. He's one of those guys, look, my job is just to make the team first, and then we'll talk. I like it. I like him saying that. He's not saying he's going to light it up. He's just like, I'm making the, I'm making it here first. Jeremiah Yoder looking forward to the Steelers schedule release. Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. Man, I have to be in Vegas at the end of September. Cross your fingers that they're playing there. I've got a, I've got a buddy from FFSN that in Vegas with the Raiders that works with us. That's like, Hey man, I'll take you all around. That'd be awesome. If it's the week I'm there, Thomas Giselle. I hope I pronounced that right. Hey, Hey Brian, glad you're here. Like listening to you. Good show, bro. I appreciate you. You know, we don't do these shows without you. We don't Daniel red. I'm effing pumped for this year. Awesome. I am too. I really am too. Um, Thomas Riley, hello, bad. Hope your day was awesome. My bold early prediction, Steelers win 11 games. I think that's possible. I think it's possible for them to live win 11 games. I I think someone mentioned the question, I think, was it Brian Brown's question? Talking about, is the defense good enough for them to go 10 and 7? I think 10 and 7 is really realistic. And these days, that's going to help you you're going to be good with 10 and seven, but of course you want to do so much better. I would go ahead and say that, well, I'd be happy with 10 and seven, 11, six would be amazing because even great teams, Afton is saying 12 and five, you know, great. It's harder when you throw in that extra game. That's, that's the problem. When you throw in that extra game bad is Tony doing shows at all anymore right now. He's not, I would love to get him an opportunity to get back in. That's something that uh, I'm never going to close the door on. Tony's the first one that I've ever done shows with, you know, I love that guy. Uh, I don't know. I know that uh, Afton, I see this all the time. Hashtag free Tony Defio. It's uh, you know, sometimes the, uh, Gosh, I had a computer problem last week. I broke it and I had to go to an old computer and I couldn't be on the show. I, I, I had to get off the show because it was so bad. So it's uh, sometimes internet's a funny thing, but Tony is definitely on the team. When I say on the team, of course, with uh, still rights, he's still a part of it. So uh, I would love to get that going. Thomas Giselle, what do I think? About Van Noy, and that's Kyle Van Noy possibly coming here. I would take it. I love those guys. Landon Roberts was the same guy. I like those old Patriots guys. I like this guy's not that old. 
he was a second round pick out of BYU. And I think that was in 2016. And he's one that I wanted really bad to come here. I wanted them to draft him ahead of Sean Davis instead of Sean Davis. I like the Sean Davis thing because I got to wear the jersey, but you know, I think it's you got to be careful when he's predicted to come here. But I would just go ahead and say that yeah, I, I think it's right now, I would say 55 45 and 55 being good. So usually what the national media says, they're they're looking at stuff like a spreadsheet. They don't know what you know. I look here, I think Mark Mazaris, Kathy Forred, Carrie, they know more about the Pittsburgh Steelers than the national outside media. And the reason they do is because they're living it, they're listening to it every day. It's not their job, but you guys know more. And the reason you guys know more, guys and gals, the reason everybody knows more is because you're breathing in the content. I'm a fan. I'm not an insider. If you listen to Jeff's show the other day on Let's Ride Friday, we have an insider. We've been talking to somebody that is getting good insider information for us. We're going to pass it along to you. But we're going to know more about this team. And when you're surprised that the Steelers didn't take a guy because all the national pundits are saying they were going to take him, they don't know. They just look, oh, Steelers need a wide receiver. Steelers need an offensive tackle. Steelers need this. They don't know what's going on in that room, just like I don't know what's going on in that room, but they're not going to leak what's going on in that room. So let the national guys be wrong. I'm going to talk more about that on my show, Bad Language, tomorrow. Make sure you check it out. Hey, Bad, will Corey Trice be one of the cornerbacks to make the roster? Yeah, Reginald. I am going to say, yes, he makes it. He's not starting right away. You have, you have the luxury and I know you're tired of me saying this. They were not desperate. But they brought a guy like Corey Trice. He's an inch taller, has a lot of the same kind of gifts that Joey Porter Jr. has. And they have an ability to go ahead and set themselves up for their cornerbacks being very good if, if Trice hits too. We expect JPJ to hit. But here's the thing. Remember me talking? I did an entire show on it. I want them to double up somewhere at corner or somewhere at offensive tackle. They did at corner, and I think that's a very smart thing. I, I really do. Let's see. I also think all of this year's draft picks make the team somehow, says Thomas Riley. Spencer Anderson, I'm going to say he's not going to make it, but he is going to be a Pittsburgh Steeler. He is going to be... Right now, he was picked, as far as I'm concerned, because of his versatility. He plays everywhere on the line, and I think he's a practice squad guy. But there's nothing wrong with being a practice squad guy. Yeah, asks, what do you think about the Tyler Wiltz linebacker from Pitt? Dude, we invited a rookie minicamp. Could be a good coverage guy. Those guys, man, those are the guys that you watch. They're lunch pail guys. They come in and they they decide how hard they're going to work. They're Rudy, but not with, I mean, I, I heard Rudy was kind of a dick, but in real life, but the movie inspired me. I hope I didn't offend somebody, but you know, 
Tyler Wiltz, I think he's a guy. He's a if he's playing on the inside, he's a guy that, that could be that that dirty red guy. He could be Tyler Metakevich. So that that's kind of what you want. You want a guy to scratch and claw. He might have to start off like just like Spencer Anderson. Might have to end up being a practice squad guy. But they're there every day. They have opportunities. You never know. We were not talking. I'm telling you. Nobody was saying Jalen Warren's name last year at this time. Nobody. If you were, then I'm going to give you credit. I think that's fantastic if you were, but I wasn't. I will say that, and not a lot of people here. Harvey Stone says Hunter Johnson beat Syracuse when Lawrence was out. That's nice. That's awesome. Thomas Riley, another buddy of ours here. Bad, do you remember tight ends Eric Green and Adrian Cooper? I sure do. Adrian Cooper was out of Oklahoma State. And in my more you know, I have uh, I have this thing where I show players in different uniforms after they leave the Steelers. I've got one queued up and ready to go the next couple of weeks. I already haven't made Adrian Cooper in his Vikings uniform. I ha- I did one maybe a month ago with Eric Green wearing a Jets uniform, a Ravens uniform, a Dolphins uniform. Eric Green is what is why I'm excited so much about Darnell Washington. Darnell is a physical specimen. Eric Green was the big, the first big tight end, the first monster. He could have been better. Man, I tell you what, if he doesn't leave as a free agent, maybe they win the Super Bowl that year. I know he had some extracurricular problems that probably kept him out of the uh, got him out of the league a whole lot quicker. But man, was he good. Adrian Cooper, I think he was a seventh round pick in 1991 or 92. And he did some really good things when Eric Green was out. He was a big guy too. I Very good players. And I remember Adrian Cooper getting all excited about him in that opener in 1992. Bill Cowher's first ever game and Bill Cowher's first ever win. Thomas Giselle. How difficult do you think it will be to get all these new guys and rookies to gel together enough to have a good season? Here's the great thing about that, Thomas. They don't. They don't have to. They're at their own pace. They're in a position where you don't have to have these guys starting on opening day. It'd be nice if Broderick Jones is ahead. If he's Marquise Pouncey, it'd be awesome if he can go ahead and do that ahead of the game i'm trying to get snowman up here i'm just going to go ahead and read it snowman gives well let me move ahead we'll get it snowman gives us five dollars i appreciate the tips so much wow gosh am i behind hey bad when is alex highsmith's contract extension coming i would kind of expect it if they're serious about it and i think they are i would think about it i think it comes on opening day unless they decide to do it a little bit beforehand. But, uh, you know, I think it's coming. I really do. Let's go ahead and see what else is going on. I had to go to the bottom, so now I have to go fishing. And, hey, it's not good when you're going fishing on this because you're uh, you're wasting time. Pittsburgh Toddy 86 mullets should have gone the way of the Dodo decades ago. Oh my gosh. I had a nice one in 87. I'm just saying. 87 is when I started that. 
All right, let's go ahead and keep looking. I remember Eric Green, he was from Georgia too, I think. No, he wasn't. He was from Liberty. And Sam Ritigliano, if you I don't know if anybody remembers Sam Ritigliano. But Sam Ritigliano was the coach of the Cleveland Browns in the early 80s when they were giving Pittsburgh a lot of problems and they actually made it to the playoffs that that one year before Marty Schottenheimer came in and did so much better with them. But he was the guy. I tell you what, you if you're a Dallas Cowboys fan, you thank the Steelers and Eric Green because the Steelers in 1989, they picked Tim Worley, who was from Georgia, who was a running back that didn't work out. And they had, I believe it was the 17th pick, and they traded down to number 20. With the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys took Emmett Smith. Steelers were not taking Emmett Smith. They were not taking that other running back. So don't say, hey, we could have got Emmett Smith. No, they weren't taking him. Just like the Steelers weren't taking Will Levis this year. You know, they weren't, if one of those other guys fell, they weren't taking him. But Eric Green was a good pick for them. But it just didn't work out like, like Mr. Smith did. Bad, have you watched any high school tape of JPJ? He showed good hands. I didn't see that when he played for Penn State. Carrie, I'm going to be honest with you. No, I haven't. I'm not a film guy. We've got great film guys. One of my favorite film guys is my buddy KT Smith. And that's what he does. But have I watched any high school tape? With that, I know he showed good hands. And good hands come back. But this is what I'm going to tell you. We're we're really happy if a guy like Ike Taylor does well. And Ike Taylor was great. Didn't have good hands. Had good hands in the Super Bowl. That's a nice thing. But, you know, the if he's breaking up passes, that's important. The big problem, though, is you don't want to have him breaking up passes and not getting interceptions when you need that interception like you did in the Miami Dolphin game. I think that with coaching, that will come. I don't think the hands are bad. You've got to remember, too, at Penn State, they gave him the Minka treatment. They quit throwing his way. He didn't get thrown on a lot. That's because it was dangerous to throw on him. So there you go there. If the O, this is PJ Gilderneau, if the O doesn't score at least 20 points per game in the first five games, Canada better be fired and replaced by game six. Look, I'm going to probably lead the charge and say, yeah, that's going to have to happen. But the problem with that, sorry, is I bend over to get my cord here. Apologize. The problem with that, though, is they don't do that. The Steelers don't do that stuff in midseason. So when you're calling for it, don't expect it to happen because they don't make those changes. Um, let's see. The Steelers run game should be much better. Maybe the offense will be decent this year. JJ 5-2, pick it to Pickens and a Pat Pete pick six. <laughs> Oh gosh, that's that's awesome. That's a good t-shirt. JJ52, if that t-shirt's ever made by us, I tell you what, I'll I'll throw you a few bucks. Let's see. Um Snowman, the dude on Sunday night. 
well, he's coming back. He's uh, he's doing some interesting stuff here, but definitely throw some good questions and uh, do that. Sometimes we go outside of the box and uh, do some creativity. It's really nice with the with the marquee staff that we have here. I got to tell you, it's we have a chance to mix everything up, and I'm really actually that's a show I'm really proud of. I'm the executive producer of that show. I'm, I'm kind of proud of it, but I, I get it. Not everybody's for everybody. AJC will Steelers D line be dominant? Steelers D line will be above average and good. It health is going to be a main consideration. Andre Coleman, hey, bad. I got the Steelers going 13 and four. Man, I hope you're right. And you know what? If they go 13 and four, Andre, you come on this network. And you say, hey, everybody, May 7th, I told bad it was going to happen. You brag on that. And I'm going to back you up. I'm going to say, Andre did that. Andre called it 13 and 4. Daniel Red, I would love to see Tony again. I'd love to see Tony again. And we're in, we're in contact. That's something that could happen. Brian Brown, I never thought the Steelers were going 10 and 7. I think the Steelers are going 20 and 0. I give Brian Brown credit for, that's in the Jeff Hartman mold. Always, always doing that. Always doing it. Steelers girl, um, 277. I always wanted to go and wasn't sure if I should plan for more than one day to make the trip worth it. I, uh, I guess that's to a game. I'm, I'm not sure exactly if, look, I don't know where you're from Steelers girl, 1277, but you know, there's good hotel rooms in the area. Especially, look, if you go to a night game, get a hotel. You definitely want to do that. But there's so many of us that, you know, I'd love to go ahead and get together with with some fans, go to a game. We've always been talking about doing stuff like that. Let's see. Thomas Giselle is giving us, uh, giving us a, here we go. He just... Thomas just gave us $4.99, and I appreciate it. If you have another question, I'll definitely bring it up, I promise. Let's see. I just don't want to miss anything here as we're getting ready to come to an end. Can we afford Highsmith? Says Darkstorm1. I think so. I think they can. I think they can afford anybody that they make a priority because, remember, and I know I have been... I've painted this on myself, so I have no problem saying it. Um, but, yes, the reason you can, because you're, you're going to, you have the best GM in the league. Because you have one of the very few GM GMs in the league that's not a football guy, but became a football guy from being here for 20 plus years. Yes, I love the guy. Everybody jokes about our first date, me and Omar. Uh, I, I don't know if that's going to ever happen because she's not returning my calls. But, you know, there's always that chance that we can have a Starbucks and hang out. I mean, I'll take them to Permanis. We'll eat Pittsburghers and, like, toast the Pittsburghers. Joseph Brown is the three tight end set going to be normal formation this year. I don't know if it's going to, but let me tell you this. This is a very interesting thing here. And I've been talking about it a lot lately. The great thing about having that jumbo package in there now with a guy like Darnell Washington, you're not, you're not 
showing your hand. When you're bringing in big Zach Banner or Chuksa for, and they have to announce their number as being eligible, nine times out of 10, you know it's a run. So you're showing your hand. With this guy, you could be in a jumbo formation and you could call a pass play. My my man, Kevin Huey, let the Brian cook. That's a, a nickname from people that know me. Uh, a good friend of our family is Kevin. I'm glad he's not even a Steelers fan, but he's becoming one. We're, we're turning him and he comes on here and it's awesome. Drunk Turkey Show. If you don't know this, Drunk Turkey Show says, what's up, bad? That's that's my man. That's Daniel J is who that is. If you ever get a chance to tr- check out the Drunk Turkey Show, it's not what you think. The Drunk Turkey Show is a true crime show. Not a lot of people know that in a past life, that Daniel J was law enforcement. And this is this is some fantastic stuff. They do great stuff on that show. If you like that true crime stuff, which my wife loves that stuff. And I get worried when she watches that stuff. And I don't want to tell her about this podcast because I think she's planning my murder. She, nah, she loves me. She's not going to do that. Um, Steely McBeeman says, JPJ was high school wide receiver. His hands, but when you're not getting balls thrown on your side. Yep, yeah, I, I get it. Definitely get that. Let's go ahead and see what we got here. As we're rolling towards the end, Steely McBeeman says this again. I'm more concerned about ball control than high scores. You won't have to worry about high-powered offenses if they're not on the field. I really think that this team is closer to being even. But if you want my honest opinion, right now, before the draft and even after, I think the strength of this team is going to be the offense a little bit more. I think they're going to be more balanced. I think you're going to be in good shape. Degeneration X, my gosh. If that's Shawn Michaels, if that's... Triple H, I don't even care if it's X-Pac. If it's Road Dog or Mr. Ass, I'm loving it because those guys, New Age Outlaws, those are my guys. But I got to know if that's you guys because I got to get you on the show. That'd be awesome. We can do the DX chop. I thought you all should be for it. I think you guys are building for the future. I think the only thing that is going to hold you back is your offensive coordinator. Like I said, the thing about the offensive coordinator they made stuff work at the end of the year. Did they do it in spite of them? I don't know. I, I really don't. I'm willing to give him one more year. I wanted him gone. But here's the thing. If they get off to that good start and they go 12 and 5, you're not you're not complaining about them if things start to work. Sometimes that plan's got to get together. I will say this. If you put a couple coordinators in front of me and one of them was Randy Feetner and the other one is Matt Canada, I'm putting all my eggs in Matt Canada. And I'm going to say, if I have to choose between the two, I'm choosing this guy seven days a week and three times on Sunday. I'm telling you that. Steelers girl. Are we really thinking the Ravens will be better than us this season? I just don't see it happening. Lamar doesn't have that dog in him like us, in my opinion. That defense is getting good again. They're, that's the thing. And they know how to win games. But when Lamar starts to break down, they're not going to like that contract. 
Afton Ford, I'm hoping the new assistant will help with that, especially in passing. Yeah, you know, there's some talent here. And I, I'm really excited with the way things are going to go. So I, I know we're worried about the offensive coordinator. My The only thing you got to worry about is if things don't gel. I know you don't want to waste a season, but if the offensive coordinator is gone, I mean, not not good, and then he's gone. But they're not going to do it. They won't do it in season. I would be shocked if they do, because that's just not their style. Uh, Jim Dillon thinks Canada has been horrible. His offense is so boring. I get it. But with what they're looking to do, they're building it to be a run-first team and set up the pass with a run. I think they're going to be okay. And I, you know, check out my show tomorrow a little bit, but definitely on Friday with Kevin Smith on Here We Go, we're going to talk about why all the hate for Kenny Pickett. There's a lot of national hate for Kenny Pickett, thinking that he stinks. I love that. Put that chip on the shorter. I'm going to be talking about shorter chips. Lifelong fan seven. I take the odds on Steelers winning at least nine or 10 games. Bank it. I think so. I really do. Thomas Giselle, thanks for answering my questions. I'm excited to see the starters crush their first opponent. Go Steelers. There you go. Marky D's getting the question. Marky D's in the house. I, I love my man, Marky D. I miss Marky D too. I miss Maddie P. I miss my Aussies. Mark D, you think the Browns will be better than the Ravens? I don't. I did Marky D. Marky D said Ravens will be fourth. I don't think so. I, I think the Browns are really bad. I think right now it might be, and don't get mad at me, I think it might be Cincy, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, and then Cleveland. But Cincy and Baltimore, at the top, it's going to be close. It's definitely going to be close. Jeremiah Yoder with the Steelers' D-line wreaking havoc up front. Who does opposing offenses throw against Peterson or Fitzpatrick? Risking the interception. Well, we'll find out. The biggest problem with Peterson is age. You know how good he is, but he's he's so much of a cerebral player that they might not have guys that they want to throw up against. So I think with Peterson, and, and you know, you still have Fitzpatrick's your safety. Is it Peterson? Is JPJ starting on the other side? Is it Levi Wallace starting on the other side? That's going to be interesting, but... I think there is a huge upgrade with the defense. Now, I, I still said, I still went ahead and said it, and I have no problem saying it, that I still think the offense could be a strength. I don't think they're going to have to rely on the defense as hard. Steely McBeam and I fly up from Louisiana to catch a game once a year. I'd be so with a fan game meetup. Yeah, that's something. If you guys do, people get tickets you know, the Schofields go a lot. Daniel J goes from time to time. <laughs> Marky D, Steelers Nation, Australia. I stand by my statement because I'm stubborn. I We all are. You know, we, we are. Afton, do you think Lamar having a long-term deal will help him relax? Now, I I think that's good news, him getting him getting that long long-term deal. I really think it is. I really think that helps this guy. I, I really think this helps the Steelers. I mean, I didn't want them getting all the draft picks. Now I'm seeing that they might trade Patrick Queen. 
I don't want them. To try, I don't want them to get extra draft picks because they've got a very smart front office. I love Lamar being there because I don't think he's as good. Let's see, Brian. We're gonna wrap up pretty soon. Brian Brown. If the Steelers' offense improves, all the Steelers will easily take the AFC North again if they stay healthy. I agree. My man Kevin Huey went to Acrisure for a concert last week. Steelers are my number two now. He's still hanging on to the Redskins name. Um, that's his. Hey, he's a Virginia guy. You you got to give him credit. But uh, he's a buddy of my son. He's a good friend of the family, and we're we're teaching the Steeler way, and and he's learning it. So I know Afton, welcome to the dark side. Yeah, it's a good place to be. And I will say this: I since I live in the area, I live in Maryland. There's two teams that play in Maryland: Baltimore Ravens and the Washington Commanders. I'll support the commanders because they're local. I won't support the Ravens because they're the Ratbirds. And you know me, I have my kids and we, we went past M&T Bank Stadium and I wasn't paying attention. And my son and wife were like, Brian, Brian, as they put a certain middle digit up at the stadium, I'm like, I've taught you well. I have taught you well. Um <laughs> uh, Let's get ready to get on out of here. Let's see. Do we have any, you know, I don't think we have uh, any more questions. Oh, we, we might have one there. Um, was Bruce Ar Arians the best OC we've had? Yeah, I, I would say this decade, possibly. Mike Malarkey was pretty good. You know, he really was. Who hired Canada? The same guy who told him to make the plays easy to protect Pickett. After all the interceptions, Canada's low-hanging fruit because the nation knows Tomlin can't be held accountable. Ah, eh, that Steelers freak. I, I get it. I get it. You know me. I, I really don't subscribe to the, the Tomlin-hating thing. But guess what? You guys are allowed to hate. That is your right. And I love it. Hey, what we do here is we respect everybody's opinion. I'm respecting that one. I'm not going to agree with it because I'm of a different philosophy. You could be right, though, and everybody has those philosophies, so I have no problem with that, Steelers freak. I don't. Lifelong fan 07, are we going to depend on the run and keep Kenny clean? I think so, but guess what? Just when you're worried about stopping that run game, Kenny, Kenny can sting you, and that's it. Steely McBeeman, I really believe that whoever comes out of the AFC North is going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I really agree with that. I, I think that's a possibility. John asked, just found out you're an Arby's guy. What's your order? <sighs> My gosh. I, I'm tr traditional. I either like just the traditional sandwiches with the Arby's sauce. And hey, they sell Arby's sauce in supermarkets now. Or, you know what I like? That beef and cheddar. That's good stuff. That's really good stuff. But on my date with Omar Khan, and I say this with a staunch record of heterosexuality, but I would go out with like on a mandate with them, you know. I'm not trying to get them in the shower, but all I'm saying is they were joking that on uh, let's ride that I would take Omar on our date to Arby's. I love Arby's, but come on. I'm not taking, if I'm taking Omar out, just like I'm go like my, when uh, my wife on our first date, I took her somewhere nice and it wasn't even Applebee's aquatic life asks what, are my goals for the season bad? Look, I don't want to do the cop-out Dave answer, but stay healthy. I think that's it. But if we're talking 
If we're talking on the field, what are your goals for the season? I'm going to say move the needle, get better on offense, be a top 10. On- yeah, you know what? I can say them. top 10 offense, top 10 defense. You're going to win a lot of games if you're top 10 in both. And get comfortable. When I say get comfortable, you don't want to get too comfortable, but I want to see the first round picks, excuse me, the 2022 picks jump up, make that sophomore jump that's huge. My gosh, if if Pickens is great, if Pickett is great, if Calvin Austin shows up, you have other guys that could be very good for that team, so I got to like it. Steelers Freak says this. KC, Cincinnati, Buffalo, San Diego, Jacksonville, New York Jets. Got to beat any of the three in a row to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I I get that. Jacksonville, what if they take a step back? We saw what happened to the Chargers. Cincinnati, they know how to beat Cincinnati. The one team they don't know how to beat is the Kansas City Chiefs. And right now, they don't know how to beat them. But they could. They could. Um, let's see. I think we're, we're getting ready to, uh, get on out of here, but I love it. And I love everybody coming on in, man. I took, man, I took more time than I'm supposed to. And I'll talk to the podcast producer. I know he's kind of a jerk, but I'll talk to him and maybe he'll, he'll let me go with a warning, but I'm going to throw up a few things here real quick. Pedro's. I'm curious about Austin, man, if Austin hits, if CA three hits, if Calvin Austin, 19, if Austin three nineteen says, I just kicked your butt. Guess what? They're going to be a really good team. That could be an extra draft pick this year. They had an extra fourth rounder because they didn't get him last year. We are at the end of the queue. I'm going to bring up, I got to bring up my, my man, Snowman. This is my guy. This is, uh, this is a guy that's been with me probably since 2016, since I've been doing this longer than most, but some of you, yeah. What's the con artist next move? I think it's in a, I think it's a veteran linebacker, either of the inside or outside variety. It's not going to be anything spectacular. Kyle Van Noy would be awesome. But it's just not going to be like that. Steelers Nation, Australia, all man now. I wish Austin had 16. I told him that in our interview. If you go back and check out, you can check it out in the archives. It's still Curtain Network. When did I do that? Uh, Maybe a couple months. And if you find that interview, he goes, oh, that's awesome. I wish I had 16. Because he's Austin the third, so Austin 316. I thought that would be awesome, but a punter had it at the time. He could maybe switch to it. That'd be awesome if he switched to it. Maybe uh, maybe he goes to minicamp and he said, hey, I was talking to this, this idiot from uh, one of the blog sites, and he's like, we should be Austin 3, 316. What do you say? Maybe, the, maybe they'll make the change for him. Let's lobby. Let's start a petition. There you go. Live chat, even if you're not live chat, even if you're going down the road, listen to this. If you're going down the road trying to loosen your load and you've got seven women on your mind, just like the Eagles say, take it easy. Take it easy. 
But no, look, if if you're alone or you're working and you're listening to this and there's no one with you and you don't have a chance to be on the live chat, you know how much I love you. And the reason I love you is because you take care of us. Everybody in this live chat, you take care of us too. Don't forget the fact that we have the Steel Curtain Network. There's stuff you're going to get here on YouTube that you're going to get there. But there's stuff you're going to get there that you're not going to get here. And it's awesome stuff. I'm proud of what we have built here at Steel Curtain Network. It's really good stuff. So with that, let's get on out of here. Oh, Degeneration X telling me they're not Shawn Michaels. Oh, it's Biggie Bronco. He, he changed his name. I love Biggie Bronco. You know what's great about all of you two? We get fans from different teams on our shows here, and they're so respectful. They, I don't know why you do it. I think it's awesome that you do. You're a part of the community. You could be a Broncos fan. You can be a fan. Of, my gosh, you could be a Ravens fan and a, a Bengals fan and a Browns fan. You could be on these shows. That's cool. You know my role. Anybody's allowed in my inter, my living room, just don't pee on my couch. So with that being said, I love Degeneration XDX. You're one of my buddies from way back. The poor old Bronco fan. I wish your team well. And thanks so much for coming in. But like I said, like I said, we can't do these shows without you. We cannot build this network. We couldn't build these network, this network for anybody that is hearing this. And there are names that I recognize. There are names that are brand new to me. And guess what? You're all the same. I love it. I love the fact that we can be a community. And guess what? No different than any of you. All I am is a fan that got lucky enough to get this platform. I got lucky enough to let them see this face and say, yeah, we'll still put it on YouTube, which I'm still shocked that they did. With that being said, it's time for me to get on out of here. I'm going to dust off one that since I'm solo, I haven't had a chance to do for a long, long time, but I need you to do three things for me. That's three things. One, be safe. Two, be true to yourself. In fact, that's number one for me. Be true to yourself. If you disagree with me, I love it. Always keep that opinion. Don't let anybody sway you. Let, let other people tell you, hey, maybe you might think about this. But never, never let them sway you. And always be behind the Steel Curtain Network. And that's the Steel Curtain Network. And don't you forget it. I love you all. Keep your feet on the ground. Keep reaching for those hypocycloids. Yeah.